everyone we are back with another episode of we are that podcast i believe we're on episode four i want to say because yes this is episode four yeah between the three of us we really don't know what episode we'd be on sometimes (laughs) so please forgive us if we ever get the episode number wrong Um, i don't even know what day of the week it is you're talking about episode number i really thought yesterday was saturday (laughs) it felt like a saturday my time is all over the place but anyway we're here thank god that we all made it here um, if you guys don't know us by now, I'm Chris. I'm here with Ugo and Carly, and we're here to talk our shit about some more shit. Um, this one's going to be interesting because it's about a topic that really none of us have experienced before, but we're just going to say what we think we know about it. So I hope you, you, got, you don't know my lifestyle. You don't know what I've experienced. Okay, so if that's the case, then you ain't shit because how the fuck was I not there when it happened? My business is my business. Next question. I hate everybody here. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but today we're actually going to be talking about marriage and engagement. Um, you know, we're in our mid-20s. Yes, Carly, we are in our literal mid-20s. Remember when she said yes. that? <laughs> I was like, what do yes. you mean? <laughs> yes, we are actually in, in our mid-20s. mid-20s. Um, <sighs> so naturally, stuff like this may be coming up for some of us some more than others don't want to say any names but you know we all catch the drift because it's not me um but yeah I feel like it's something that we should address because it is a reality for most people our age and a little bit older so we kind of want to prepare ourselves meet me at the altar in your white dress hey we ain't getting no younger we might as well do it Okay, I don't want to get copyrighted or anything, but that version is better than the original version. Mm-hmm. That's one period. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna get into it now. First, we're gonna just talk about like the basics of it, like the norm, the norms of um, engagements and marriages, and like traditions, because it can vary from culture to culture, age by age, whatever it may be, and some things that might not be too traditional. Um, but just to kick it off, so. When it comes to engagements, right, we have your normal men get on one knee because, like we said in season three, episode one, women do not think, do not propose to these men out here. Embarrassing. Like, very embarrassing. Like, but we don't need to go through that. We already expressed our grievances with that on the, on another episode. Um, but yeah, across other cultures, you see that there's other steps that might have to be done uh, before you ask for someone's hand in marriage. So. Ugo, I know you're of Nigerian descent, and I know there's like a whole bunch of things that has to be done, um, traditional wise, when you want to ask for someone's hand in marriage. If like if they're Nigerian, like uh, like bride prices and shit like that. I'm I'm not too knowledgeable of shit like that, but can you just expand on it just so the people know? Um. Yeah, I know in my culture, like there's different steps. There's you know. You you're going for introduction. If you're doing the um at the traditional wedding, when you're just first initially even going to the bride's home and just you know making your intentions clear, um, there's a lot of different steps. And then of course you you can have the I guess white wedding as well. But I think that's the only thing that sets us apart from you guys. It's just like the bride price and like all of like the other bride yeah, like steps. Four steps three or four steps so okay like because I really like 
I just thought it was, hey, I like you and you like me and we like each other. So we just going to do this thing. And like, I was like, so unaware. Well, first of all, that's just dumb because you forgot about the money aspect. I like you, you like me, how much money you make. And how much, okay. how much in debt are you? <laughs> yep. Oh, okay, now we can do this. That's it. <laughs> but that's it. Um, nah, because, I don't know, I feel like engagement, like, some people have their own idea of it. Um, there's, like, normal, quote-unquote, things that happen in engagements. Um, obviously, like, asking a parent for the blessing in um, marrying the daughter. Because, like I said before, ladies, don't do it. Um, but, yeah. When it comes to the actual um, engagement itself, are you team private engagement? Are you team public engagement? Are you team the people who I want to be there can be there engagement? Like, how do you feel about that? Because I feel like everybody has their own different opinion on, you know, how they want it to go down. I'm definitely team private. Don't be proposing to me with anybody else in the room but me. That's it. I would have to say the same. I, in that moment, I think it's um, it's an intimate moment. I would rather that not be shared with like the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And um, just of course, I would want for it to. Ha- I would want us to reach that step after you know we've discussed it and we're both on the same page that we're ready for that. But you know, I can't predict the future. So say you know, my partner wants to take it upon himself to be spontaneous and do it in public. I don't want to feel pressured to, I don't want to feel pressured to say or sound a different way or, you know, anything like that in front of other people that I don't know. The gesture's cute. I was reading a tweet about that the other day, actually. Like, if you do public proposals, like, some women might feel like, they're almost coerced into saying yes because Mm -hmm. it's just like this grand showing or whatever um and they also like call it like almost a form of manipulation because it's like even if I wasn't ready for this kind of commitment you doing it in front of all these people and me loving you I don't want to make you look like a fool or anything like that but in turn you're also making me look like a fool because I didn't want to do this and like my emotions are just like all over the place and that's why we're going to get to the topic later, which is knowing your partner's expectations of engagement before you actually do it. But we're going to get into that in a minute. But I think even with, like, I would definitely prefer, like, just the two of us in the room. But you know how, like, nowadays everybody wants to record shit or whatever. Uh-huh. I would say at most, the people that I want there are my family and, like, my three friends. You know, because I only got three at this point. Shit, bitch. <laughs> These bitches is dropping like flies. <laughs> um, but my three female friends, like everybody else, I feel like we catch it later when I decide to share that I'm, you know, engaged. But really, I, 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 like for me, I just don't know why you would want it to be a public. Some people thing. like a show. I hate a show. I hate it because, mm-hmm. like, bitch, like, why? Why y'all need to know? Y'all will find just... out if I want y'all to find out. I don't know. But um, when it comes to your wedding, so you'll go, you touched on it before, traditional weddings, white weddings and stuff. Do you plan on personally having both or do you place one Hell higher yeah. over the another? fuck you mean? I'm having <laughs> both of them shits and everybody who I invite, y'all don't show up. Guess what? I'm pulling up. I'm slashing tires, bitch. 
Wow. <laughs> I hope y'all too understand. How do they differ though? Um, traditional wedding is like that's where we do um like the little practices like where the bride has the wine glass and then she's looking for her husband. There's like different things that are done in a traditional wedding versus with a white wedding, you get married in a church and then um you go for the reception. Literally like any other white wedding, but with ours there's more like customs that are that have to I guess be acted out or whatever. Um, and then, you know, it's like a party afterwards, but definitely having both of them shits. And the traditional one is, um, in Nigeria, most of the times it's in Nigeria. And then oh. we come back here for the white one. And it would, well, obviously it would be in the bride's yeah. village, right? Yeah. It's usually in the, bride. yeah. And, the family compound of the bride. So. Okay. To be honest, I feel like weddings are so fucking boring. Like. True. You ain't been to the right ones, girl. Maybe that's what it is. I just I've only I've only been to one and it was I was in it. I was like eight years old. But it was and it might just be because I was eight. But like, I don't know, weddings, I gotta wait for the bride to mosey her ass down the aisle and I gotta wait for y'all to start. That's what you meant by weddings. Um, I thought you never What? What did you think I knew? Oh, I was going to say, as someone who's never been to a wedding, a traditional wedding sounds incredibly exciting and, like, entertaining. Here comes I thought you meant that. Um... <laughs> and also, meant... nobody, should, nobody should throw a wedding if they can't afford an open bar. I think that should just be fat. I was just saying uh-huh. that the other day. Uh-huh. People really uh-huh. charge. And I'm like, how dare you charge me to come celebrate you? How dare you? you? This also, that also brings me to a point a point that I actually didn't write down, but when it comes to just like paying to go to a wedding. So when it comes to like destination weddings, right? So you're I never paying, understood how those work. I mean, I'm assuming like you're you're paying for your ticket to get there. I don't know if you're paying for your lodging. I don't know like what's going on. Um I heard so I I've read somewhere that people said that people who have destination weddings are selfish. Um, I think that if you are gonna have a destination wedding, you have to have ample, ample planning time. Like it can't be on no, oh, we got engaged in what month are we in? June. So we're gonna have our destination wedding in February. Like I don't think that that's enough. I, I destination weddings. I can see happening if they were more intimate. I say that because I feel like I've seen, or perhaps this is me just basing it off of what I've seen in movies because I don't know that many people that have gotten married, but people that have destination weddings and then have like an, a relatively extravagant guest list, like hundreds of people or like even 50, like I would think you would have like less than 20 people at your destination wedding. Because I'm just thinking of the finances that goes into it. I didn't even think that people would be responsible for paying for their own ticket. But if they're paying for their own ticket, then they definitely should have their lodging covered. Like that should just be. But I feel so like, expensive. I feel like destination weddings, you just look at it as a vacation because y'all don't need to get to plan a <laughs> vacation. Like I'm like, I don't understand. What's all this eight months, nine months warning? My nigga, if y'all wanted to go to Mexico, all of a sudden, in my next month, y'all will have tickets to Mexico. So why is it if I want my wedding in Mexico, suddenly it's, oh, I need a year for lodging and, come on, son. It's a vacation. It's more so because, wedding and then honeymoon. But it's more so because, it's more so because, like, 
just because you decide that you want to have your vac- that you want to have your wedding in Bora Bora doesn't mean that I'm Bora Bora ready. Like you need to make sure that. But that that goes into like the bride herself. Like just make sure you're picking somewhere. Like if I have my group of friends now, I know you know we know we ain't where we're supposed <laughs> to be yet. So <laughs> I'm not gonna be like, oh, we going to Bali. I'll be like, nigga, I can't even get there. How I expect y'all to get there? Like that's no, that's foolishness to me. You don't really need a year because y'all niggas be hopping on flights every fucking month. You're right. But then I feel like destination weddings is like, is it a destination wedding for you and your partner or is it a destination wedding because you want to appease other people? So like if you really in your heart of hearts for whatever reason want to get married in Bali, like you I you can't feel I'm not gonna feel any kind of way yeah. about you wanting to have a wedding in Bali, but like also don't feel bad when you say niggas no. are not Bali ready and <laughs> they say no. That's but fine. I don't really see people having destination weddings to appease their guests. I see it more yeah. so for them. That's why I look at yeah. it as a bit of, like I can see why people look at it as selfish. Just because you're capable of getting married in Bali doesn't you are capable of paying to get married. That's what I'm saying though. Like <laughs> if you know that the people that you want to invite to your wedding can't afford certain things but you really want this to be your wedding in bali like it's like you're changing your ideal of what you would actually want because it's your day to appease your guests because they can pay for it mm-hmm. i don't think that there'll be any changing being done i'm just saying like for me personally i just know i wouldn't even put that on the list i wouldn't make it a possibility because i'm gonna be tight if y'all start sitting here saying no nah, i can't afford it Excellent. you know so I, I, I know for me, there really wouldn't be much changing. Mm. All right. So this next topic is something that I've gone back and forth with up until literally maybe like a year ago. Um, once again, I saw a tweet about taking your husband's last name. Um, people <laughs> have their reasons why they want to take their husband's last name. People have their reasons why they don't. Um, me personally, my name is already fairly lengthy. So if I want to take my husband's name and my husband's name is also lengthy, um, I'm all, I, I don't know about that because I'm, I'm very team hyphen. I don't know if I want to completely give up my name when I marry, um, if I get a doctorate or if I, you know, get some sort of longstanding degree that I want my name on, I don't want to just magically give that up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm also team hyphen. But I do, I do know why, you know, certain people do want their name to be passed on, mostly men. Like, I don't, I feel like it's more on the men's side that they just want their name passed on rather than the woman wanting to take the name. The name. Um, where do you guys fall? Because I know I'm, like, very team hyphen. Um, I feel like, not, not for this to sound vain, but just because of the type of name that I have, I feel like it uh, changing my last name it wouldn't fit. <sighs> I'm not going to put my government out there, but <laughs> I just feel like because, like my last name fits with my name. I've of course had crushes What's your on name? people. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying, <laughs> I've of course had crushes on people and like imagine like my name with their name like Mrs. so-and-so and it just doesn't sound right but um okay. uh hyphenating maybe not hyphening I know some people like 
they make their last name their middle name. Mm-hmm. So it's still in their name. Maybe that. But as of right now, I feel like for my businesses, of course, I would still keep my name. Um, I want to acquire success on my own name independently. But if I love if I love them enough, yeah. Oh, fine, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fine, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. If I went by this name for how many fucking years? And you just and who the year? fuck do you think you are? You gonna change it? <laughs> I was say, just say your ass. I gotta change my shit. Like no, my mama named me. Like Yama, my name so sounds going. really nice on its <laughs> own without their last name. So <laughs> say that again. Like my name is, I, I I've grown to really love my name. At first, when growing up, I didn't like my name, but I've since grown to love my full name, and it just is it's such a nice name on its own. I don't want to share it to anything. the audience. I'm yeah, sure they would like to know. <laughs> Y'all can call me Carly. It's cool. <laughs> Anywho, um, I'm definitely more on the hyphenated side. I know at, at first, like when I was younger, I always wanted to. I was down with the you know take your last name. But I look at the reality of my life now and I feel as though it just makes the most sense to go the hyphenated route because taking that last name would sound very interesting. And I'd be thinking of like all of the people that I know in life that have really nice hyphenated names. Like um, Holly Robinson Pete. She has a really nice hyphenated name. Oh, that is a nice name. Yeah, Yeah, it's really nice. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I just have to find a king that has a short last name. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I love um, how you decided to name her first instead of Beyonce Knowles Carter. Who the hell calls Beyonce Knowles Carter? Beyonce Knowles Carter. I call Carter. Beyonce Knowles Carter. I mean, but Beyonce. she, but she go, but she hyphenated her last name. I'm just saying, like she, I'm surprised she didn't come to mind first. That's all. I think nobody was, really, nobody references her as that. Like, yeah, she doesn't go by that. Holly Robinson Pete does, <laughs> and that's such a cute name. I'm like, all right, well, well, maybe I have two syllables on my first name and three on my last name, so maybe I can make Look at Kristen doing math. So, man, one syllable last name, hit no, I'm just kidding, kidding. don't do that. Um, You you know her type. Unless your last name is Rhodes, then, I mean, slide my DMs. Um, It's okay, okay, Chris, we don't have to do that. Y'all are so fucking mad. I just want want Travante Rhodes so bad, that's all it is. Um, and lastly, so common law marriages versus traditional marriages. I know niggas don't always want to get married. They don't want to go to the church and have the ceremony and they don't want to sign over their rights to anybody, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, I guess the main question here is, are you guys teen marriage or not teen marriage? Because some people feel like there aren't many benefits to getting married some do um but yeah common law is quite like it says common so are you do you guys want to get married uh, i'm still back and forth with that thought because um i i i'm not too familiar with the realities of marriage and the all the other legal things that comes with it um I haven't educated myself on that so I'm still I'm still back and forth if I actually believe in life partnership or actual marriage like let's get you know the government involved and let's actually legally do this rather than we both know that we want to be with each other so on and so forth that type of agreement listen I already tried to say 
that I don't want to get married. I don't I don't like the legalities of it. I'm not with it. It's mm-mm. my ideal. I think I've said this on the mic before. Yeah, she doesn't want to have a wedding, but she just wants the reception part. Yep. She wants the party. So I've said, I yeah, yeah, I agree with and that. And my whole thing is like, why, what are we celebrating? Bitch me. I mean, you could have yeah, a love any day. Like, We'd be celebrating the love that just she like has that, with her partner. Your no, but, no, but I'm just saying, would the same energy go into your common law reception that would go into your wedding reception? Uh, like with with um similar to Carly, I I don't know much about the common law even uh, practices. I guess I'm just saying ideally for me because I just don't want nobody touching my money. God forbid something ever happens in life, oh. and I'm gonna be saying I have to pay alimony. Or, like I'm not paying all that shit. Like no. Like, I remember so that's not- reading like years ago how some celebrities have clauses in their marriages. Clause like what? It's gonna sound silly, but like I was reading Mark Zuckerberg and um, his wife, they have some type of clause where, like, like they have to have like a date night like once a week or something like that. And like, there's other clauses where like if somebody were to cheat, say like five years into the marriage, then they get this amount of money. Like, there's a lot of legal stuff that can go into marriages. And it just, I mean, of course, we're talking about celebrities of a different status, but I was just like, wow, like, people get really detailed when it comes to their marriages to really secure their finances and their assets. Their that would assets. be me. I feel- <laughs> you cheat on me, give me $5,000. No, because we're not going to brush over that stupid-ass joke Carly just said. We're not doing that. What joke? <laughs> Your assets. No, no, I was emphasizing assets in the sense of like the fact that what's yours before you come into the marriage is yours. Like, you know, of course we all dream of being successful to even think about the fact that, you know, you may possibly have to share that with people, share that with somebody else. Like, I feel like that'll be me. Like, I'll have like hella, I'll be like A, B, C point one A, B, C. Literally. literally. <laughs> That's <laughs> me. Because you work hard protecting, for it. Yeah, it's like, like protecting your shit. Like, because at the end of the day, like, niggas are replaceable. I'm sorry. Like, but if that's the case, then why does everybody run once? <laughs> if that's the case, why does everybody run for the hills once the word prenup is thrown out into the bitches. into the conversation? They're pussies. Because they're not. They're, I feel like they're thinking of like the world as if they're in this small little box when. Everything outside of the box is way more important. Mm-hmm. Your little subset of what you would like to have happen in your marriage might be rainbows and cupcakes and smiles and everything. And that's cool. But like, nigga, if big finances come in the way and our relationship isn't where it needs to be, I'm worrying about my finances. Like, that whole relationship, well, like, I've seen, I remember coming across, um, a point of view in regards to why some people are so turned off on prenup is because if I were to introduce a prenup into like, you know, this, you signing it, the other person may feel like I already see this marriage ending. And it's like, why do you already see an end for us? We're supposed to be together forever. I, I remember coming across that opinion too. That's so juvenile. That's so because to me, it is how I look as a prenup. A prenup is like 
protection for the both of us. Unless you, in your mind, you're really planning to like leech off of me if something goes wrong. Like, why not put the prenup there? Because if you have no plans, first of all, if you have no plans of things going wrong and you have no plans of leeching, like, what is the problem? Like, right. I don't understand it. Prenup, mm-hmm. to, uh, it makes the most sense, but prenup I guess. Prenup literally makes sense. Like, you don't go into business ventures without signing contracts. You Look. need something that's binding so that if shit goes wrong, there are set things in place to where each party knows what's going on. They get what they have to get and then they can amicably split. If yes. you ain't paying no fucking, if you ain't signing no prenup when you're married, do not be mad if you get run dry. If you don't, if you don't play your shit out right. I've seen and read way too many stories where niggas don't sign prenups. They put their name on people's, um, student loans and shit like that and then once they bounce guess all guess whose loans those are now that your name those are your Stop. loans you have to pay now those are your student yeah. loans those are your car payments those are your mortgage payments all of that kind of shit so yes i'm paying a prenup because at the end of the day i want security if all else fails it's not That's that i love mean. a person less it's not like, that i love somebody less i just want to know that if shit goes wrong i'm good I'm signing a prenup, and I'm gonna sign it with my finest ballpoint pen. Like, get the fuck out my face. I sign it with blood if need be. The fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck. I, I want that. Why don't sign those stupid ass prenup? Be broke if you want to. Be broke and happy. It's <laughs> not my business. But now we're gonna move on to just uh, the expectations of engagement and, and marriage from you know when we were younger to now things that we think now that we would want when we eventually get engaged or married if we so choose to go down that path so from when you were younger how did you guys view engagement in marriage did you think it was going to be at a certain age did you think it was going to go a certain way was there like a time frame a certain person in mind like because I know there, there's that common thing like, oh, I thought I was going to get married by X age and I was going to have like a family by X age and now you're at X age and you really are single as hell. But how did you guys feel about it? I think, I think most people felt the same way. Like I was going to get married by 21 or 22 or something and have a child and a family by 23, whatever. Um but as we get older, we realize that life has its own plans. So you sit in there plan. That's the joke behind it. Cause it's like, you're making all these plans and little did you know, you have a whole life that you won't even know you, if you can control it or not. Like a lot of the things that affect marriages out of our control, such as finding a partner, that's not really in your control. Like you're not going to wake up on Tuesday at 9.05 and be like, all right, by 9.15, I found my partner. No, it doesn't work like that. So that's why those things like to look back and think about it is like it's comical because I felt as though by 25 I would have everything figured out like my life was in pristine order like but look at me I'm a fucking mess I'm a fucking mess (laughs) I don't even know what day it is you trying to tell me that I was going to be married at this time you thought I was going to take care of children at this time Jesus Christ wow I'd be a case for the I'd be a story because Hell no, I'm not taking care of nobody's kids right now. Are you joking? I've already told the story. I don't know if it was on the mic or if it was just to those two that I babysat my cousin. I was supposed to babysit from nine to one and I gave him back at 1130. I'm not oh, taking care of no children. Jesus. Jesus. He was fucking annoying. So I gave him back. I'm sorry. Just gonna... I gave oh. him right back. 
you wasted my money and you were fucking annoying. So I'm giving you, I'm giving you back to your cousin. So one, my sister had my niece. (laughs) I love her to death, but um, that was like my first time experiencing like having like someone younger in the house and like taking care of someone. Of course, when she was working, I was like babysitting a lot and so on and so forth. And that was the best birth control, like firsthand. I was just like, I think I'm cool just living the auntie life for a while because <laughs> you have so much energy and I can't keep up. And then it's also like, just children are a lot. Let me just leave it at that. Children are a lot and I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm a lot right now. So <laughs> I don't need double work. They're rude. Kids are not it. Babies are kids. They're so curious. They're curious about everything and I can't keep up. I think kids are fun. They're cool for like a little bit. Like if I'm trying to go to sleep, don't bother me. Because you're going to be sitting there crying and begging on the door. It's a kid. Obviously, I'm going to get up. Am I going to be happy about it? No. But I'm going to get up. I'm going to be like, what's wrong? Oh, the TV turned off. And then guess who's going to be even more mad? Me. Turn the TV on. You were probably that annoying when you were younger. I actually was not annoying. I've gotten many rave reviews about myself as a child. Okay. All right. <laughs> Where's the link to the Yelp page? I want to see it. <laughs> you know my mom. You can hear her. <laughs> All right. So when it comes to um, actually getting engaged, um, is there like a too soon to get engaged when you're in a relationship? Like I've heard people get engaged in months. I've also heard of, um, Jim Jones and Chrissy who, oh my God forbid, who are still, still, not still not married. And I think Chrissy stupid ass proposed to Jim Jones. I want to say when I was in middle school maybe high school and I'm well removed from there um so that has to be 10 15 years plus um so yeah is there a too soon is there a too late are you would you would you get would you get engaged in six months would you be would you would you be okay waiting for over 10 years I feel like you get engaged when you're ready. Like everyone's timeline could be different. Like me, I could very well, and you guys know me, I'm sort of a little bit of a crackhead on that line. I'll pop up and I'll be like, oh, we got engaged. Like as long as I feel as though at that point in my life, if that person, it's like right time, right person kind of thing. If they, Well, no, not right time, right person, but like right time for me to want to get married and then he asks, okay. Sure, it's not like I'm doing anything else. Like, I don't see the. I mean, you know, ten years is a little bit much. That's what I'm saying. Ten but then again, years, huh? Ten years is long as fuck. Then again, I don't even want to get married. So I'd be like, <laughs> okay, I guess. Would you be confused if somebody waited that long? If marriage was like, like the utmost goal, like my my end all goal and I was with someone for like five years I would be like um what's going on but right now I'm 
I don't really fucking care. Like, it really doesn't. All I want is a goddamn reception. You could take as long as you want to fucking. That's all I want. That's hilarious. I feel like my my opinion pretty much is is similar to yours, Ugo, because the engagement can last. The actual engagement can last, however along you both are comfortable enough for it to last so I mean okay 10 years I'm gonna say no for me because that's 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 a decade of just you know but in regards to like I would say minimum like minimum like what three years dating two years dating it also depends on what age I am too. Mm-hmm. Um, time moves a bit quicker if I'm like in my late thirties and I happen to meet someone. It's not clear I'm not going to be approaching time the same way that I'm approaching time at twenty five. Um, so yeah, that's also something that I have to take into account too. Yeah, that's true because I know that people who are like forty plus, the same well, day wait, they, baby, they were in a relationship. Go to Vegas. The <laughs> same day they got you married. Hit- once you hit 45, you'd be like, yeah, let's go do that shit right now. Like, and <laughs> we have so, and it's like, at that point, it's like, you have so much life to still live, but at the same time, you don't. Yeah. So it's like, we ain't getting no younger. That, yeah, that's actually the best way to put it. But then again, that line is also kind of trifling. That was a terrible song. Like, we, we ain't, ain't getting, getting no younger. younger. We might we, as well do it. Might as well. Might as well. Might as well do it. <laughs> nigga fuck you like what are you talking about um okay so that episode about minus wells and marriage it's <laughs> like <laughs> about well we might as well. <laughs> okay. um no but before we were talking about like knowing your partner before you get engaged like the kind of um proposal that they would want private versus public all that kind of stuff but there's also mm-hmm. other things bitch don't give me no tacky ass ugly ass ring <laughs> um ring choice is very very important if if I know women, women will make it known what kind of ring they want. Facts. I've known what kind of ring I've wanted since I was like fifteen. Facts. So make sure you get it. If I ask for princess or something like that, don't get me a circular ring, like a circular the stone. Is it the oval ones? The yeah, little the one teardrop. Like the teardrop. The, don't do it. Those shits. I hate those I'm not. I'm going to hope and pray that when we go ring shopping it's not just for exercise like you're actually paying attention <laughs> to what i'm picking up and you're paying attention to what questions i'm asking and what i'm trying on and what i'm like you know like pay attention because ring shopping definitely has that don't just buy a ring all willy-nilly i wouldn't recommend that at least i would recommend taking your girl ring shopping even if it's months before you even think about popping the question at least ex- experience that together so you can get an idea and don't buy I mean, a ring that have... you want. Like, don't buy. I was just about to like. say that. It doesn't matter what you just fucking say. Like. That it don't because matter what you. Fucking I've seen it. Like, you can go ring shopping, and niggas will nigga. Like, you go ring shopping with these motherfuckers. When the I be like, wait, whose ring is that? That's not what we went die. over. I want to scream. If it's one thing about me, I'm gonna give it back. So Thanks. if you present me with a teardrop shaped ring, I'm giving it back because clearly this isn't what I ordered. This isn't what I asked for. It's like, like going it's like going to a restaurant. If you order steak and chicken comes out, are you giving it back? Well, sometimes it's steak not, adjacent. if you're hungry, it's steak adjacent. But <laughs> my nigga, if I wanted steak, 
get me the fucking steak. I didn't ask for chicken, which is stupid ass. But you know what it is? Because I'm laughing. This is so hysterical to me because I very well see this happening where it will be like, you could go ring shopping. We'll be there. I'll try on multiple of the same kinds of rings. Somehow, some way, niggas is going to nigga and come up with some shit. She liked that, but I think she's going to like this more. I'll be like, so don't assume. Don't assume. Just know. Like, just go with what you know. And what you know is what I like because you were right there with me when I liked thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Do nothing <laughs> without intention. I've been telling niggas this for. If I tell you that I like red, why are you getting me blue? Like, I'm. I just don't get it. If I like red, then get red. It, it ha- it's nothing. It'll, the day ain't got nothing to do with you, my nigga. Like, it mm-hmm. has everything to do with me. Mm-hmm. And don't propose to me if my nails aren't done, because that means you don't love me either. Oh my God. I have seen some people. It's like, you know how girls be like putting on Instagram? And I'm like, honey, you didn't want to wait? Like, come on, man. <laughs> and that's why I would never want to be proposed during a quarantine, because times are rough out here. Oh my God. Just kill me. What do you mean? People are proposing during quarantine? People are proposing during quarantine, yes. Why? Have I don't guys, know. Have you guys ever sported a piece of jewelry for years? Because I'm not going to lie, something that has crossed my mind is like, what if you lose your wedding ring? Like, that's, I've never I had a piece of jewelry other than like a cartilage piercing in high school that I've worn every day, like, that I've never really had to take off, that I've never really had to put down, or, like, you know what I mean? No, I've had the same necklace for a while. Yeah, she wears the same necklace all the time. I don't really wear jewelry, so I don't have anything that I wear like that. But I feel like when it comes to, like, wedding rings, engagement rings, I know, like, some people, like my mama and my dad, like, they just, it just, I feel like it just has become, like, a form of their skin. Literally. <laughs> they don't even think about it. Like, it'll be times. Yeah. I think I saw it, like, my dad took off his wedding ring once. And um, it was, I think it was, like, because he was fixing something. But when it came off of his finger, it was so imprinted. I was like, oh, my God. It's like, this shit is broken. <laughs> I was like, do you have, think you wash it all the time when you wash like, your Do you hands, have like, circulation in that finger? Like, tan line, crazy. OD. I was like, yo, is that what my life is going to be like? Just that shit just sitting on me? But you know, it's funny also because like in the hospital, a lot of um, the nurses don't wear their rings. Uh-huh. So I wouldn't, they have like um, rings because, you know, it won't probably won't be able to fit into the glove or whatever. So they'll have like um, these little like rubber rings or like, I guess, signifying the wedding ring or whatever or if you have a band you have a band child I don't even know why you got a band but in the first place my business but um what the fuck was I just saying I'm smacked yo <laughs> it'll come back to you we go move on <laughs> we go move on though <laughs> okay this is more of okay this is gonna be more of a lighthearted question just to see like where you guys heads are at so if you right now let's say you just got proposed to today and you had to start planning your wedding and everything bridesmaids. If you had, if, like I said, if you got proposed to today and you had to pick your bridesmaids today, not asking who they would be, but how many bridesmaids would you see yourself having if you had to choose today? Let me count. Cause I think for me, I'd say I have a solid six people. 
a solid I six. Got a, I got a, I got a, you know, uncertain five. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like between four and seven right now. I have Damn, a solid. That's a big ass window. Yeah, that is a very big window. Like, you know what? Four that and seven. Of? Like fucking America's Next Top Model. With I have four <laughs> pictures in front of me. That's what that reminds me of. No, because I feel like I've always had. I don't know if it's because I know the type of person I am, but I feel as though in the back of my mind, I've always known that whoever the groom is, that nigga's gonna have to let go of some of his friends, and that's just that on that. Like, and it's even looking like that way right now because I'm like, damn, you mad friendly, my nigga. Like everybody's your friend. The fuck? I only got like five. <laughs> so pick your top five. Would y'all have more than one maid of uh, maid of honor? Can you do that? That's possible. I didn't I know. Did. And you could also have a a man of honor. If like your best oh, friend was like, a man or something. Oh. Who would he? Who would like he walk down the aisle with? So, like, for example... For the man's party. I guess it would have to be whoever their mm-hmm. best man is. Oh, that's nice. You could also have what I don't... I don't like to call it a best maid. I would like to call it a best bitch. Best maid. Because... You ain't gonna call With me... your like, little maid outfit. <laughs> hey, maid. <laughs> that's so fucking bad. I would call it a best bitch because you ain't gonna call me no best maid. Like, I'm a top I maid. I would really be like, who are you talking to? <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs> Me but is that a best maid is the same thing as a maid of honor? Man of a man of honor. So, oh, 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 on the yeah. Side. So the man of honor would be a male maid of honor, and the best maid. <laughs> I'm a little too smart to understand this. I don't know what you're talking about, Kristen. So let's okay. So let's say that I was your maid of honor, right? Okay. So the male equivalent would be if you had like, I don't know, uh. Mech, if Mech was the closest person to you and you just mm-hmm. had to have him on your side. <laughs> I don't would, know why that's funny. That would be, you would have him as your man of honor versus oh. you got married to your current boyfriend now, his sister, who he's like obsessed with. Obsessed, it's actually and, scary. <laughs> if he, if she needed to be on his side of the wedding, <laughs> he would take the place of a man as, her as his best man. I think It'll this is so man. funny because you keep saying you needed this person to because <laughs> you really don't need it. Like they're gonna be at the wedding by day. Like it's really not that there. deep. It's not that deep. You're still gonna be there. Like you don't need to be on my shoulder breathing down my <laughs> neck. Like you're gonna be there regardless. I'm crying. <laughs> sorry i'm just really bad because like people try to be just making all of these different commotions and i'm like they're still gonna be at the wedding my guy like they are oh my god like <laughs> no, that was not funny. kill you <laughs> anyway um so one of our listeners actually um reached out to us and gave a topic that he wanted us to talk about on this episode about marriage and engagement shout out to you you know who you are I'm going to name you because he was actually featured in our Black Boy Joy, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you he was. Um, shout out to you. Um, he's actually married. So I'm assuming this might be why he... He was shot. That's an SOS. It's like, bitch, save me. Save me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I do? <laughs> I don't know if we want to save this for another conversation or if we just want to get into it really quickly. But he wanted to talk about... Um, he wanted us to talk about loving with conditions. 
So people always want to bring up unconditional love. It doesn't matter what you look like, what you, how you act, how you are, anything going on with you, whatever. Like I'm still going to love you regardless um, of anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And he says he wants us to touch on loving with conditions and how that relates into um, vows when it's like the whole for better or for worse kind of thing. Like, do you really think that it's possible to, truly love somebody forever for better or for worse or do you have to love with condition do you really love unconditionally because i feel like the only unconditional love you will receive is from like parents yeah like family but like romantically hell no nah, fuck you if you kill somebody huh honey there's no war so i'm leaving <laughs> like it's certain things that's within limits and there if i I mean, this might be a strong sentence to say, but if you do say that you can love unconditionally, like romantically, you're a liar. You're a complete liar. Like, cause there's going to be something where if the person does it, it's like, nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You may not be able to think of every possible scenario right now, mm-hmm. but if it were to come up, I'm sure you would be tested and you wouldn't realize like, yeah, no, you wouldn't be able to be like, you said it's a lie. Cause I just feel like if you love unconditionally, like, you have a harder time forgiving people. I mean, you you don't need to forgive people. Like, you just let shit happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that whole loving unconditionally kind of thing, it opens the door for you being a pushover, being walked on, being gullible, naive, all that kind of shit. Like, really, what does loving, un- loving someone unconditionally afford you? <laughs> Nothing, because niggas... <laughs> Because at the end of the day, like, you decided that you wanted to enter a relationship with somebody. Just like you could also see yourself out. I just think people say that because it sounds good. Like, there's no way. Like, I'm so wrapped up in love with you that I'm going to love you through every single flaw and every wrong thing that you do. Girl, if he he do the same wrong thing eight times, you going to keep loving him? Dummy? Niggas are liars. So you don't love somebody unconditionally is what we're trying to say you just want to say it because you want to make your little fairy tale ideal of your relationship mm-hmm. your marriage whatever seem like it's all happy and rainbows but nigga if the person like you said if the person cheated on you if the person was a serial rapist or mm, any of that god forbid come on now if they wiped out all the money from your bank account and decided to spend it on another bitch like what like what are we doing you you really forgiven that oh but for better or for worse this might be the worst but we can always i promise to love you for better or for worse bounce your ass to the fucking clinic because you need help this is fucking ridiculous there ain't no amount of uh, like there ain't no amount of happiness this is gonna sound really bold there ain't ain't no no, amount of happiness there ain't no amount of happiness that somebody could bring me for me to just forget the bullshit that someone could do. But you could make me so, so happy. But my nigga, if you harm my mom, I will harm you. Like, there's certain things. Come on, man. Like, get out of here. I really feel like that shouldn't even be the norm anymore. It shouldn't be in wedding vows because it's straight up a lie. We're going to start off day one with a lie? What the fuck? It's a lie. Stupid. <laughs> that was funny. Start off day one. Like, I would be so angry. I'll be like, really? That's what you decided to do? No, that's funny. So, um, but we're going to move on. Um, this is kind of like the fun 
I don't want to say the fun part because this whole episode was fun. But um, BuzzFeed came out with an article called 27 Unpopular Marriage Opinions That People Are Not Sorry About Having. And I just want to go through them really quickly just to see how many of them we agree with or don't agree. Um, so we just say we agree? Or like... Yeah, or you can have like a small um, oh, okay. explanation as to why. I'm not going to go through all of them. I'll, I'll, we'll provide you the link if need be. Um, so one of them says every couple should live together for at least one year before getting married. Facts. Yep. Agreed. And I used to not agree with this with my foolish self, but what? Now people I- really used to believe that the first time you should live with your partner should be like when you guys get engaged or when you that guys is get terrifying. married. Like I've That's seen terrifying. some people with that and I'm like, are y'all dumb? Like I'll be damned if I'm being first introduced to your living conditions after we signed papers and I'm like roped in <laughs> roped in not roped in <laughs> and I'm, I'm roped in and I'm chained down and I can't get out <laughs> I can't. and now I gotta sit and deal with you leaving toothpaste all over the place oh my god don't <laughs> even get me started yeah, on you actually t- might have just <laughs> opened the trigger <laughs> oh my god okay so the next point is weddings are so expensive and the people getting married barely get to enjoy their big day. I would rather True. spend that money on the honeymoon and spend that time with the person I love. I don't give a fuck how expensive Wait, it is. Wait, I'm sorry. You mean like, so instead of spending all this money on a wedding, like just go to the courthouse and use that money for a wedding instead for a really good honeymoon? Yeah. Exactly like spend, use most that. of your money for the honeymoon rather than your wedding is basically what this is saying. Um, no, nah. wedding. I told you the only thing I want is the fucking sex. <laughs> the only thing I want is the reception. I can admit that I might be a bridezilla, but wedding planners get paid a lot of money to deal with they people do. like that. So you know, it, I don't anticipate my wedding being much of a nightmare or a headache for me. That's not what I'm paying for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one is don't share a bank account with your spouse. Why not? <sighs> I forgot that that's what what's gonna happen when you get married. I forgot like you guys have to have joint accounts. Well, this person said, "I've worked hard for my money, as has my partner, and it seems strange to combine our to combine our incomes. What if something happens? Now you've busted your ass to be successful, and someone else gets half your savings. Not for me. No, I feel like for certain, like I'll definitely still have my own account, and he can have his own account, but we have to have a mutual account for like household things." the children, the dog, like there's certain things that, but I'm still going to, and then we can also open like a savings account. Cause that could be for bills and then we can have our own savings account, but I'm still going to have my shit on the side because uh, okay. niggas. Now let me ask you with the joint account. Uh, I'm assuming when it only, when it comes to big purchases that you would require him to like consult with you before making that purchase. Or yeah, I mean, like, if I check the account and I see an $80,000 charge for a fucking car and we didn't talk about a car, I'm going to be like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is this? But mm. I don't see the reason why we should have separate accounts if we've joined our lives together. You didn't already fucking legally drag me into this shit. Like, I'm not going to go in halfway now, bitch. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. And also, joint bank accounts are easier to maintain if you sign a prenup, but that's, that's another conversation. That's neither here nor there. Some people don't want to hear that. 
because someone could just wipe out the account real real quick if they wanted to before you guys get divorced but you didn't want to sign over your fucking rights to your money stupid ass niggas anyway um the next point is that social media has ruined weddings ruined so this person said i'm in the midst of wedding planning and have felt so much pressure to have a perfect gorgeous wedding because that's what we are bombarded with on instagram and pinterest Social media has driven up the price of all wedding-related products, and people are literally going into thousands of dollars of debt to be seen as perfect. I feel like a lot of weddings have lost their true intentions. Nah, I don't agree. Because of the fact that a perfect wedding can only be a perfect wedding by your standards. For you, exactly. So Mm -hmm. just because if I decide to, in Jesus' name, have like a $500,000 wedding, and you see it as lavish. You see, you see, I have to throw that in there. Intentional. You got to be intentional in 2020. You got to be specific. For real. Do nothing without intention. So, like, just because I have that, that doesn't mean that you have to do it because that maybe my wedding isn't your idea of a perfect wedding. Like, literally, day or day, just mind your business. Like, don't even be worrying about what other people are doing. Like, that don't make no sense. That's probably somebody who, right? Somebody white who said that. Probably. 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 Um, the next point is I'm not against marriage, I'm against weddings. I'm, so I'm the opposite. I'm not <laughs> against what? I'm not against what? I'm not against marriage, I'm against weddings. So they said well, I'm the fucking spend, opposite. Yeah. They said, Why mm-hmm. spend so much money on one day when you could put that money towards a down payment on a house? Because I want to put my shit on Instagram. Bitch. How about you mind and your fucking also, business? What if I already had the down payment for the house, stupid bitch? How about you mind your let's, business? Let's not forget about the wedding registry, all those gifts. That sounds really superficial. Well, actually, that sounds really superficial. Actually, Look at this but one. if you if you're in a common law marriage, I don't think you can have like I don't think you can have registries. Why? I don't think a wedding. It's not a wedding. Oh, well, I'm, okay. Mm. <laughs> So what's this on to something, Carly, or no? <laughs> well, damn. Carly <laughs> going back to the drawing board. We got a conundrum here. That's exactly where I'm going, right? And to the drawing board. <laughs> this is so I'll give you the time to think. I'll give you the time to think about it. Okay. So the next one says polyamory can work in the context of marriage now polyamory is that the one where the 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 guy has multiple girlfriends or lovers polyamory polyamory is when aren't it isn't that just if you're if you have multiple romantic partners yeah multiple wait when you say romantic partners, do you mean just physical or you mean a relationship with substance? Because I would assume polyamorous relationships says, is like polyamory is the practice of desire or the practice of or for. I'm just fucking smack my name. Y'all not going to get this <laughs> definition. <laughs> polyamory is the practice of or desire for intimate relationships with more than one partner with the informed consent of all partners involved. So I'm looking at these pictures. Oh my God, this is oh, creepy so a little like, bit. Um, that show that was on, I think, TLC. What was it called? Like Sister Wives? Sister Wives? So that. So all of them no, know about each other. Isn't there one where it's like the girlfriend can't have like another partner or something like that? 
but oh, the man child. can. Child. That's that what, sounds that's like Mormonism. <laughs> that's what we would know. Well, basically, <laughs> the the thing is that they said that polyamory can work in the context of marriage. They said, I'm not saying it's for everyone, but I think more people could benefit from it, even though it's not the traditional idea of what a relationship could be. And I wish that there wasn't such a stigma around it. So if you want to be married to multiple people and everybody has knowledge of everybody in said relationship, then that can work. I agree. I agree in a sense that it might not be for everybody because it's not for me. But if that's what you so choose to do with your life, so be it. I'm not getting married. Yeah, nobody cares if y'all want to like. Nobody give a damn. Okay. And the last one that I wanted to touch on is, no, actually before that. The second to last one is marriage is not hard. Life is hard. Um, The marriage makes life harder. I don't really like that's so vague. I don't really like that one. What is the? Mm-mm. I don't agree with it. I don't I, know if I agree with it. I, I don't know what both can be hard simultaneously. Yeah, absolutely. But they can each make each other hard. Like you know what right. I'm saying? Because you're mm-hmm. if you have a bad marriage, it can make your life hard. And then if your life is also hard, you had a bad life. Make your panic experiences that you experience in marriages can make it hard. Yeah, marriage marriage could be hard. Like, like other experiences that you like, traumatic experiences that you come across can make that marriage hard. You know what I mean? That's or true. is that just life? Or I don't. Hmm. <laughs> and also, everybody yeah. has their own standard of what they believe a hard marriage would be. Like, some people could think that if you're having consistent arguments and you guys don't disagree on things that's a bad marriage. Some people mm-hmm. think that if you guys are happy, but you guys are financially going through hardships that you feel like you guys can't overcome, that could be a sign of a bad marriage to some people. But life being hard is also circumstantial as well. Life can be hard because you were dealt a bad hand of cards. Life can be hard because you, I don't know, you're, I don't know. It's, the fact of the matter also, is like, both are fucking hard. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like you could have been dealt a bad hand of cards at that moment. I say that because I unfortunately never experienced witnessing a marriage that can last like 50 years. But when I do hear about marriages like that, I'm like mind blown. I'm like, wow, like 20 years, all these milestone marriages. You, I'm sure you guys have heard of them, but I'm just like, wow, the amount of stuff that could have accumulated throughout all that time. The fact that you looked at it in just the, um, like you looked at that issue as something to handle in the moment rather than something that could just play you guys for your entire relationship. So much could happen within that time. With yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Um, and then the last point that's on this list is there's no such thing as the one. What you got, the two? <laughs> I'm sorry. Please. <laughs> 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 Yeah, they said. Get me out of here, yo. <laughs> they said you have to consciously make the decision to choose to love your significant other every single day. When things get tough, you have to remember to choose them and to continue to choose them, or you won't get through anything. So I guess she's just thinking that all of this is, um, this is all based on the fact that you are choosing to be present in your relationship, and you're one 
could be your one at the moment because you so choose to. But if, you know, you decide that shit ain't working and you move on to someone else or whatever, then that person is also your one. But if it's someone else, like how is that your quote unquote one? I think that's what they're trying to say. Okay. I get, yeah, no, okay. I see that. I see the point that they're trying to make there. Like, I don't know. I guess it's kind of like a, I guess it's all a matter of how you see it. Like, if you think that the person that you're with is the one, it could just be because of how, how you guys work together, how they make you feel, so on and so forth. But I don't think that should take away from the fact that that person thinks this person is the one only because they so choose to love that person like that. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's very circumstantial and you could feel like it's, you could feel like that person's not the one because the world don't end. But like, if that's what you so choose to view your partner as, then I feel like there's no problem with that. I don't know, child. I got no idea. I have an unpopular opinion. What's up? Separate bedrooms. That was me dropping the mic. Why? Because um, niggas is annoying. Oh my God. I've never experienced them. How can you love someone so much and this person is just so fucking annoying? Like, I need my time. I need to get away from you. Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I think that's oh. important. Yeah. Alone time is wanna- definitely important. Separate bedrooms in case of arguments too. Exactly. Because it's like the whole. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like, you. Know, it's not every day you go sleep separately, but like it'll be times where it's like, yeah, I just want to sleep in my bed right now. I just, I just want to, you know, not like that's it. I just want to not so you can move, like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have an unpopular opinion. Um, actually, I feel like it's gotten more popular lately, but I don't want kids at my wedding. Jesus Christ, Kristen. <laughs> I'm dead ass because I can respect that. It's for and it's for multiple reasons. And it has literally nothing to do with me not liking kids. Um, one, I feel like if you truly genuinely want to enjoy a wedding, you shouldn't have to be liable for your for your children. Like you're not I feel like you're not really looking over you're you're looking over your children more than you're enjoying the experience of the wedding. Um I mean, if they want to come to like Girl. wedding, wedding, so be it. If they want to be in the no, peace, no, because of the simple fact that because of the simple fact that you can't like you can't tell. First of all, you can't inconvenience me and tell me to go move my kids somewhere else. It's not like I always drop my kids off somewhere. Like, what if mm-hmm. I don't have that person to go to? Like, you can have a wedding and you can just have a kids' room and the hotel staff chaperone the kids' room. While you're enjoying it, if I don't know what you're gonna be doing that you can't enjoy it in front of your kids, but it can the the two can can exist peacefully. Like to me, that's the same thing as like charging for a bar because I'm like, okay, how dare you tell me I gotta dump my I gotta find a babysitter, I gotta dump my kids off, and then I gotta go like, kaboom. That's only if you want to go. To the wedding you don't necessarily have to go it's great if you do but if it's too much for you to do all that then but if go. i do then what 
gotta make it work. Like this, my wedding is not yours. There is a sense of security knowing that you're having an event where everybody that's there are adults that should be able to take care of themselves and handle themselves appropriately. I'm thinking of babies crying. I'm thinking of kids running around. But I mean, I'm not going to be with, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not having kids at my wedding. I'm just, I can see where she's coming from. But of course, kids got to be there. Why, of course? Because the parents <gasps> are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I'm confused because. Uh, like, if you go, if you go out for a day. Yeah, so where's my baby? Then you don't want your kids to be there. You drop them off to somebody to take care of and you go. But that's but that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, you have to look at the type. If you have a, all your friends have babies, right? And you rarely see them dropping them off. Because you know how some mamas just be dropping them off at their grandma's house just to go whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, you rarely see them drop their kids off. Like, they got that shit down packed with their partner. Everything's dope. It's like, I'm not going to inconvenience you like that in such a, a childish way. Whereas just because I don't want kids at the wedding, like the hotel, I'm assuming you would have the reception at like a hotel or wherever, wherever it is, you can have a separate area designated. And I've been to many weddings like that, just designated for the children. Maybe that's what I, maybe that's what I'm not getting across clear. I just don't want children in the actual reception room while the reception is happening. Oh, you made us, yeah. Like y'all could be in the wedding chapel or like wherever I get married and do that. But as far as like in the actual wedding reception room, I don't want kids there. That's all I'm saying. Like if you're over the age, if you're over the age of like, I'll say give or take 14 or so. Like you got to bounce. Just because Wait, if I, you're over 14 years old? No, I mean, if you're under 14, sorry. If oh, you're, I was like, wow, Chris. Got about. I'm going to have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see how that could be problematic. Mm-mm. I was like, um, let's clarify. Mm-mm. But nah, I definitely, I feel like having kids at a wedding in the same building is fine. Like, yeah, yeah. You're right. I don't want your rodents. Not rodents. Yeah, children. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. my you little fucking rascals i don't want them running around i'm trying to get my first dance like no Mm-mm. do you guys think wedding gifts are necessary yes because yes. some people think that they're not necessary what and neither are thank you notes what? who said that so this person said, I think giving a wedding gift and a card is nice and proper etiquette for the couple who is hosting you, but um, I just don't think that they're needed. But okay, but let I me ask you this. So, so you mean to tell me you're just going to come and eat up all my food, dance with my fun? No, you're not. No. Enjoy the beautiful, extravagant event that... I put together and that because I because at the for. end of the day, like I literally paid for you to be here. The least yeah. you can do is get me a fucking twenty five dollar Amazon gift card. Like something, something. And some plates are expensive. Like like yeah. um, your uh-huh. venue charges per plate or per head mm-hmm. or whatever. Because like I remember watching The Office and Pam was like going around and, like asking people if they were still coming and Ryan was like, "Oh, I might go." And she was like, "Well, it's a hundred dollars a plate, so I need you to know." I'm like, ugh. Like, the fact that people really, like, you have to pay per head, like, for every, yeah, no. I'm putting together this amazing event. You were going to buy something for my registry and make sure it's <laughs> oh, exactly, shit. it matches the SKU number. <laughs> I mean, Childish. Like, 
See, this is that sentence alone is the reason why you got to be careful who you invite to your wedding. Like literally, I saw my cousin, shout out to Brenda, events by Brenda, you know, shameless plug. My cousin, Mm -hmm. she does weddings and she had posted it on Instagram. She was like, bridal tip is um, if you invite someone to your wedding, think about if you would like on on a regular besides the wedding day, you will pay $100 for their food. Like you will take them out and buy a $100 meal. If you won't, they don't need to be at your wedding. Like, it's a good rule of thumb, yeah. to be honest with you. It is. Because people be thinking that just because you had um, chemistry two honors with them in 10th grade, that they need to come to your <laughs> chemistry wedding. Chemistry two. Like, man, I, I don't know. I feel like, I guess this is kind of an unpopular opinion, uh, opinion that big weddings are overrated. I don't think that yeah. everybody in like- your life needs to be there. Because at the end of the day, you don't even care about half the people that are there. You just think that you need to invite them out of some sort of untapped obligation that you claim is there, and it's not. Well, some people invite a, a have this huge guest list because of the fact that they want to, you know, increase their chances of getting really good gifts or being given a lot of money. And not only that, I know for me, like I definitely, regardless of anything, I'm having a big big wedding. Um, whether that's within my control or not, because that's just how it is with us. But it kind of, it works out because, you know, they spray money at weddings. So it's like... <laughs> well, I guess it's all a matter of what, what do you think is a big wedding? Well, um, I also know it's really, I've seen often that people or planners or the bride, wife, whatever, have a headache um, figuring out where people sit. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have to make sure that who sits next so that there's no drama that ensues at the wedding, if you That's know your family, so on and so forth. That's interesting because so like, yeah. the next point was that the seating charts are not necessary. They're not. Yeah. Because like I can't tell you how many weddings I've been to where it's like, nigga, you just find a seat and sit down. Like, what are you talking about? And most people that sit there are gonna move eventually because like if my girl is over at the table next to yep. me what's gonna stop me from sitting at the table I'll, yeah I'll i mean flick if your you, little name card off the table and act like i see that shit like but like if you know like okay within your immediate family like two of your brothers don't get along all right then maybe but not like for every seat you're like oh and then sally has to sit here john will sit over here and rebecca will sit back there like no fuck that yep I agree. Because, like, at the end of the day, especially if you're having a big wedding, that's just a headache that you don't need. Because after a while, like, your immediate family, your close friends, everyone else is kind of like, you're here just to be here because it's my wedding or whatever. Especially because you know niggas don't RSVP. So you can see chart and plan and prep all you want, but at the end of the day, it's going to be some people that's going to, I'll even, I'm going to say it right now, unless you with me, like if one of y'all get, y'all planning your wedding, you have to physically be next to me to get me to RSVP because I'm, I no, no, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Why's your wedding again? I'm sorry. I just need to know. Yeah, just that. That would definitely be you. Um, I'm not sure. When you're Was it on the 18th? All right, I might be there. You said two o'clock. All I right, really yeah. curse you the fuck out if you got <laughs> the date of my wedding, yo. I really, really would. Um, and also, 
how do you guys feel about other people wearing white to your wedding? Get out. I just don't understand you have why. To get out. Like you yeah, know, so many different colors, shades, literally patterns. Texture. And then I'm gonna be upset if you don't even look good in white. If the white makes you look blotchy and just is showing everything, you definitely need to get the fuck out because you don't care about yourself or me or me because you're gonna end up in at least one picture. And if yep. they're scrolling through my wedding photo album and they see that, now I feel like it's a personal attack on my entire wedding. So honestly, I think the only logical explanation would be that you have to send me the money that I paid for my photographer. Facts. Because you know how, like, that's even with parties. Like, people will be like, oh, um, it's an all-white party. And then the person who's, like, the celebrant will wear pink or wear white or something. Yeah. Or um, a different color. Yeah. Why do people show up in a different color? Like, I just be like, what are you doing? Like, you want to be the center of attention that bad? And you're ugly. It's all black party. It's all black. Why are you wearing yellow? Like, don't make no sense. Because at this point, you just don't need to be there because you are just not serious. And I need serious people in my group. So if you're not going to be serious. (laughs) (laughs) He said, and you're also ugly. I can't. Um, and finally, before we wrap this up, I swear on everything that I love. I don't care if it's a family member, friend, whatever. If you even so choose to think about proposing at my <laughs> wedding, there will be oh, hell man. to pay 15 times over. I don't give a fuck if that, if you're my friend, I don't give a fuck if you're my family member. Don't, there are 365, sometimes 366 days in a year if you're on a leap year. And you so chose my day. I don't get it. I don't get it. I yeah, I'm on the same page. That's, I don't understand those then, kinds of things. In the TV shows, you be seeing them like not only propose at the wedding, but like, well, you have the minister here, and we have the whole stuff here. So we might as well just me. do me that. I'll be this you. I might as well just do me next. Pay for half my wedding. Pay for half of the wedding. Who's next? And my whole thing is like the people who are around at my wedding aren't necessarily your friends. So like, what are we doing? Your mom, your mom ain't at my wedding. He's trying to save money. He said, "We already got the venue. Shit, that's a nice dress you got on." Like, I, I pull the plug on the electricity. Fuck that. I pay somebody. And you're paying for half my wedding and you're paying for half of everything else that went into it since you want to be all childish, since we want equality here. Yeah, that's Since we want equal family. opportunities for everything. We're going to be equal with the finance. Equal opportunity weddings. I'm like, do I even want to throw the bouquet? Like, do I even want to give somebody else a That's spotlight? what I'm saying. Like, like is it going to be three propos- like proposals at this wedding? Yeah, like, I don't even want to give somebody Wait, Carly, you wild. Like, you wild. Everything cut off. You heard what she said? Yeah, do I even want to throw my bouquet? Do I want to give somebody else a spotlight, bitch? Hold on. And also, just don't, don't propose at another monumental point in life. Yeah, yeah, at like a graduation, graduation, like, no. anything. I also don't like holiday proposals. Um, <laughs> no it. Christmas, no New Year's. You don't like when they're your Christmas Day. joy or your New Year blessing. My no. Christmas joy, maybe in between. My Christmas joy is the puppy that I want you to get me. I don't give a fuck about the ring. And that's facts. Like, what are we doing? I don't give a fuck. Propose if you want to propose. Propose tomorrow. I feel like. 
As long as my partner knows not to propose to me on a Tuesday. I don't like the day Tuesday. It sounds very ugly. Like, don't propose to me on You can propose to me on Wednesday when we eat and dinner. Do not. It's Tuesday, 11.59. Wait. Just wait. Wait that one minute, please. Thank you. That's so petty. But anyway, guys, we are going to end the episode here. We guys, we all thank you so much for listening. Um, as far as wine of the week, um, I'm drinking Sauvignon Blanc. It's called Campbellfield. It's from New Zealand. Um, at this point, I just drink wine. So it's up to you whether or not you want to test it out. Um, now, if we do want to transition into testing out cognacs, I think that would be a great move for the brand. I'm cool with that. Me too. I'm on board. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, this episode is about to be turned up. Actually, Carly, so what happened to that little vodka little stint that you tried that other episode? You gave that up? No, there's other other liquors you can have on keto. It just has to be that. It is keto. Can you? Oh, I'm about to turn keto tomorrow, girl. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Are That Pod. Email us at We Are That Podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on all of our personal. You don't, we're not going to say them because at this point you should know them. And if you go to We Are That Pod, you can easily find all three of us through there. So follow I think that. I should make my picture the Abby. You know what? That's not a bad idea. And I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do right That's now. That's not a bad idea at all. <laughs> so, yeah, you can find us easily. Um, and as always, I just want to emphasize the fact that everything that we say on this podcast, um, it comes from basis of friendship. Me, me, us three are actually friends. So the shit that we would say on here, or the shit that we would say to each other in person, um, so don't think that we're any different than we are off of the mic, that? because I'm just saying, because some people might assume that we're any different and we're not different. We are who we are off the mic. We're very, very approachable. So literally talk to us. Like we will, we'll talk back to you. We like having discourse with our people. Um, so thank you everybody. Um, and you said intercourse? Discourse. Oh, I'm like, girl, we're not that friendly. No, we're not that friendly at all. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, enjoy the weather. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Drink wine and or cognac if you so. Do can. not forget to social distance because it looks like y'all niggas have been forgetting. I saw y'all all at that Juneteenth picnic. And with that, I say <laughs> that <laughs> that on that. Look, it's because she's guilty. She was there. That's why <laughs> I actually did yeah. tell you that I social distance. So stop. Okay. Okay, Okay, everybody. Thank you. That is that on that. Period.